You're listening to Dental Talk from VivaLearning.com. Welcome to Dental Talk. I'm Dr. Phil Klein. We all want to make sure we continue to fill our dental chairs with patients, and that requires some form of dental marketing. The question is, can you really predict your marketing results? According to our guest today, the answer is yes. He says that intelligent data paths that are dental-specific are a proven way to predict profitable results. With us today is Douglas Sliding, founder and CEO of Ascent Practice Growth Strategies, with over 25 years' experience in marketing. His singular vision is to help dentists thrive in today's evolving dental industry by focusing on a predictable, comprehensive, and strategic approach to marketing. Douglas, it's a pleasure to have you on Dental Talk. Thanks, Phil. It's uh, awesome to be here with you today. So how can you predict marketing results accurately? When a, when a dentist is out there doing his thing, he's got several things going on in, in his marketing strategy plan. With that plan put together and, and implementing these different ways of marketing their practice, how do you predict how each one of these things are going to do, if you could just enlighten us on that? Sure. And I, I want to make it clear right off the bat, too, that certain parts of marketing are predictable. Others are kind of predictable and others are less predictable. So uh, what we're going to talk about are growth campaigns specifically. Um, the most predictable growth campaigns are online, but basically any growth campaign that you can attach good dynamic call tracking to uh, and understand the, the costs going into it can be predicted. Uh, it's easier to predict up front with the online campaigns, but ultimately with the right data, you can predict pretty much any type of growth campaign. And um, do you want me to go into maybe specifically how that works? Yeah, that would be great. Okay. So looking at, and we're going to talk about pay-per-click. Um, most dentists are familiar with pay-per-click. It's called Google AdWords also, um, or Google Ads. I guess they've just changed the name to Google Ads recently. But that's where you purchase uh, ad space from Google. So anytime you do a search online, you'll notice those little ads come up at the top, and that'll happen either in the organic search or even in the local search. You see those little ads that come up at the top of the search, and that's Google Ads or pay-per-click. And just to give you a little background, the way that works is if you want to run an ad, you buy that ad space from Google, you set up a budget with Google, you can set that budget amount to whatever you want, and then every time someone clicks on your ad, the budget is debited for a specific amount. The amount debited depends on how competitive your area is. Since there's only a couple of ad spaces at the top of every page, uh, every dentist in a specific area is uh, competing for those spaces at the top of the page. And so the more competitive your area, the higher the per click price. So in a not, let's say you're the only dentist in that area running ads with Google, your per click price might be $1.50 per click. However, if there's two dozen dentists all trying to run ads there or more, you know, you could be up around $20, $30 per click. So every time someone clicks on your ad, that amount's debited. So you can never control the amount per click. However, if you know approximately what the amount per click is in your area with that key piece of data and, and a few others I'll talk about in a moment, you can, you can uh, predict your results in that. And let me talk about how that works. And, and Phil, you mentioned the data path in that introduction, and it really does come down to understanding the data path. So the data path 
starts with the cost to generate the lead, the amount of money you put in, and then it ends when the patient comes in the door. Okay, you have to have data along that whole path. And the better your data along that path, the more accurately you can predict. So the first key point you're looking for is the budget. How much are you spending? The second thing you need to know is the cost per click. How much is it gonna cost every time someone clicks on that? The next thing you have to understand is every time someone clicks or, or what percentage of the people that view the ad actually click on it. That's called your click-through rate. So that you need to understand your click-through rate. Most marketing companies generally see, generally see about a three to 4% click-through rate. Uh, Ascent, we pride ourselves on the fact that ours is usually five or 6%. Uh, that's controlled basically by how you write the ad, the keywords you choose, and how active you are in managing that campaign is gonna determine that click-through rate. So that's number one, you have to know the click-through rate. And so for example, if we know ours averages 5%, then that's a number that we can kind of count on that we're gonna get about 5%. Most of our dentists see that, and we know we can apply that as we try to predict a new account. Next, you have to understand once they've clicked on your ad, what percentage of those people are actually going to make a phone call? And that's your click to call rate. So, you're, so if, if you have 100 people see your ad, what percentage will then click on it? Well, uh, again, most marketing companies are generally gonna see uh, click to call rates of you know, 8%, um, 7%. Again, we do really well there. We're generally gonna to see rates of about um, 10, 12, 15% uh, that we're gonna see most of our clients are, are within those ranges there. So understanding again, I need, I'm gonna get 15 phone calls for every 100 clicks then that's the next piece of key data that I need is understanding that percentage. Just the final key piece of data you need is, is once you get those phone calls, what percentage of those phone calls are actually going to convert to patients, right? So if, if, I, if I'm going to generate um, patients at a call rate of 25% of my phone calls become patients, then that's the final key, key piece of data. And so, Basically, you work backwards from there. If your goal is then 10 patients, well, how many phone calls is it gonna to take to generate 10 patients? Um, and that to generate, let's say uh, 50 phone calls are gonna generate 10 patients. How many clicks am I gonna to need to generate 50 phone calls? Well, if I need 200 clicks to generate 50 phone calls, then I need um, my clicks, those 200 clicks, multiply that by my uh, cost per click from Google, that gives me my budget and my ad spend. And so once I understand all those numbers from the data path, then obviously I can use those averages to predict the future um, based on results we've seen in the past. And so what we do with clients that are brand new into the process is we focus on looking at our client averages in similar demographics, and then we take a conservative estimate from there to give us about an 80% probability for their area. And we apply those rates. We also have some um, uh, sources we, we pull from public data from Google and other sources that allow us to predict the click-through rate, uh, or sorry, not the click-through rate, the cost per click in their area as well. So when we understand their basic cost per click, we can use our other client averages to then predict uh, their, their probable 
um, click to call rates and, and call conversion rates, et cetera, that gives us a data path where we can predict with an incredibly high probability numbers they're going to hit in their marketing. When a dentist decides he wants to do a digital marketing strategy, build a digital marketing strategy, it's a little bit overwhelming sometimes, right? Without proper uh, guidance from an expert like you or, or, or a company like you founded, and you provide obviously a lot of dentists with the service. What do you recommend to a dentist just to start the process? So I, I know this is going to sound self-serving coming from a guy who sells digital marketing, but it, it's not recommended that a dentist tries to work directly with Google to generate their own patients through Google ads or, 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 or other online companies. The problem is the reason I wouldn't recommend that, and I'll tell you how to get started, how, what I would recommend to get started is I mentioned earlier, you've got click-through rate, you've got click-to-call rate, and you've got call conversion rates. Uh, the, the nuances and things that you do in how you place the ad, run the ad, and adjust the ad continually, uh, and the strategy used going into the ad are going to determine your click-through rate, click-to-call rate, call conversion rates, right? You can't ever control your cost per click, but the other things you can control. And if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to get really low uh, click-through rates, really low click-to-call rates, and really low call conversion rates. And it, it's the expertise of actually understanding how to generate those things at high numbers that makes it work. So with that said, in looking for a company to work with, you need to look for one that actually controls the entire data path. Most, most uh, online marketing companies promise leads. There's a big difference between promising leads and quality patients on the, the, you know, at the end of the day. Uh, anyone can generate leads. Leads are not that difficult. In fact, just throw the word Medicaid into your ad and you can generate an amazing amount of leads. You know, it's just as phone calls and you don't want to be set up with lots of busy phone calls. So, so look for a company that can say, hey, look, we're going to, here's how much you're going to spend. And at the end of the day, here's how many patients we're going to predict from it because that's a company that understands the, the analytics and the data of online marketing uh, and can use that to to your advantage. So do you recommend doing any type of snail mail, traditional mail uh, cards and flyers along with this digital approach? Yeah, for sure, actually. Uh, it, it's kind of expensive to do both, but the one thing that, uh, so pay-per-click is probably the most predictable. And in, in most cases, from what we've seen, it's also um, generally going to give you the best return on investment. It, it's generally a good investment if you know what you're doing. Okay, it's, it's a low risk marketing. However, what it doesn't do well is it doesn't um, build what we call brand equity. And what brand equity is, it's if I walked up to somebody in your community and said, hey, tell me about three dental practices you know. Do they know about your practice? Well, online marketing, it can help build brand equity, but it doesn't do it that well. When you think about postcards, or, or I, actually I recommend bigger, better form factors than postcards, but let's just say you're doing postcards. I'll bet most of you get postcards from dentists. Most of you get postcards from heating and cooling companies or uh, restaurants or whatever. You might throw those directly in the trash, but I, st I still bet you recognize many, if not most of those companies that are sending you the, that mail. It builds that brand equity. 
The other thing we found is it's actually a predictable marketing path as well. You know how many cards you sent out. You then look at your card to call ratio. How many cards does it take to generate a single phone call on average? Um, and then how many phone calls does it take to generate a patient? You know, for example, uh, pay-per-click phone calls only convert at uh, our, our rates about 23% of our clients see conversions on phone calls. And so that, which again is actually really good. Uh, however, with postcards, our clients see about 44, 45% conversion. People that call a postcard are more likely to book than someone who calls off an internet app, for example. So it's harder to generate the phone calls up front, but then they convert at a higher rate. Um, and so postcards can actually be a predictable path that can, um, and if you can predict it right, you've got the right kind of patience in, you're gonna be profitable. But at the same time, it's building a lot of brand equity in your community. And so with a lot of our clients, we recommend doing both if you can afford it. One's helping you build brand equity and bringing patients in and it's paying for itself. And then the online marketing is being more efficient at bringing patients in and helping you to grow faster. How do you determine yeah, a, a marketing budget for a practice? So I'm a dentist. I have three operatories. I work alone. And then another practice has three dentists and there's four hygienists. Is it based on uh, annual revenue? Is there just a percentage of revenue that you allocate towards marketing every year? So the only thing that a percentage of annual revenue should do is going to limit what you can afford. Um, if you base your budget on a percentage of annual revenue, basically you're, you're limiting your ability to grow. So for example, you, you, let's say you've got a practice that's going to spend 5% of its total revenue on marketing and it's a half a million dollar practice. Well, you know, that's uh, what, $25,000 in marketing. Well, a million dollar practice spending 5% spends 50,000. So they're gonna spend twice as much money. So which one's likely to see more growth? So that the percent only, like I said, kind of sets a limiter on your ability to grow. What, what I would recommend if you're gonna set a budget is set your growth goals and determine, uh, again, through, through predictive analytics, what kind of growth or what is the cost per patient? What is your per patient acquisition cost probable? And if you understand that, and then you determine how many patients you want, that will help you set your budget. So again, going back to those predictive analytics, and you can tell by the way, I'm a big analytics guy. I think that marketing is about two things. It's about messaging and communication, you know, how you convey perceptions, and it's about analytics. When you understand those two things really well, you can control your growth really well. And so uh, understanding your, your per patient acquisition costs will help you set budgets that will allow you to hit growth goals because, yeah, it, it really depends. If, if you want 10 patients and each patient costs $100 to bring in, you know, then you probably should spend about $1,000 a month uh, on marketing. So if your patients cost $200 a month to bring in, you need $2,000 a month. And at a certain point, you could say, well, does that work? If your per patient value isn't high enough that it supports more expensive per patient acquisition fees, that's when dentists run into problems. You gotta be able to bring patients in at acquisition costs that make sense to the value of the patient. Did that, did that make sense, Phil? Yeah, no, that does make sense. Is it even feasible to have a practice today? <clears throat> does it make sense to have a practice today and not do this type of digital marketing online? I mean, you, are you gonna be left in the dust if you just rely on word of mouth and 
other traditional methods? Not necessarily. I mean, a lot of really established practices and there's practices in really good areas. I mean, it, there's so many factors that are going to play into the fact of whether you need to really invest in growth marketing or not. Most practices nowadays, I think, probably do need to invest in growth marketing. It, it's getting harder and harder to be one of those practices that can just rely on word of mouth. I mean, does it still exist? Of course it does. We, we see it all the time. However, the vast majority of, of practices have run up against, you know, there's a lot of corporate dentists in their area that are marketing like crazy. There's tons of competition from other dentists, you know, insurance companies, the way they've set up the, the, the reimbursements have taken the profitability out of dentistry. And so the need to drive in and, and be more efficient with more patients has gone up. And so they, there's been a lot of factors. And so I'd say the average practice, yeah, I, I think you've got to figure out an efficient way to keep growth coming into your, your practice. And again, the more predictable it is, the better. And, and a note on that too is the great thing is we work with a client, rather than using kind of average data for similar practices like we do when we predict up front, we start using the practice's own data. And when we have your data and the more months we compile of your data, the more predictable your marketing actually becomes. We know how, how you close phone calls. We know how your ads work. We know how many um, phone calls we're going to be able to generate. And when you know that, you actually can get it very predictable. You also know the per patient acquisition cost to every patient that comes in your practice, your per, per patient value as, as you treat those patients. And so you can see whether it's a good investment or not. Uh, and and whether it works for your practice. And so it kind of gives you some peace of mind when you've got that kind of predictable growth going on in your practice. Yeah, so just to our audience, uh, as a reminder, we're, we're talking to Douglas Sliding. He's CEO of Ascent Practice Growth Strategies, Ascent, A-S-C-E-N-T, Practice Growth Strategies. You can Google it if you want more information. And just to wrap up this podcast, Doug, when dentists work with you, do they need to have some sort of long-term contract to get involved with your practicing marketing strategies and, and services? No, I'm really glad you asked that question because we, we got rid of our annual contracts last year um, because we've gotten so good at what we do uh, with the, the ability to predict results and then meet the expectations that we set. You can cancel any time if you work with us. Uh, essentially, we know we can start generating results quickly. We know the results we're going to generate will um, be equal to the results we predicted. And so when a client starts working with us, if we don't hit our numbers, just cancel. Uh, if we do hit our numbers, obviously, you're going to want to keep working. And, and the longer you work with us, the better we get at hitting our numbers. And so we actually keep our clients for a long time and uh, our clients are very happy with the results they get. So, so we don't require any type of contract anymore. Yeah, fascinating business plan and well needed for the changing world we live in with digital technology. Um, dentists are so busy with so many different things. They have so many things to worry about on the procedural side, on the material side, the technology in their office equipment. They really need to kind of outsource this type of marketing to someone who knows what they're doing. And I'm sure, Doug, based on what I've heard about your business, the return on investment on this is phenomenal. So thank you very much for joining us. Um, I know you have a webinar coming up with us in the future. So for those of you who are interested to listen to Doug Sliding, uh, provide us with a really in-depth webinar, webinar on marketing strategies that are predictable. Uh, log in to vivalearning.com or visit us at vivalearning.com and 
you can do a search for Doug's last name, Sliding, S-L-I-G-T-I-N-G. That's S-L-I-G-T-I-N-G, Douglas Sliding, and you can find his webinar. Thanks again, Doug, and hopefully we'll have you on a podcast coming up soon. We really appreciate your time. Yeah, thanks, Phil.